part of growth is knowing what you need and going up against that edge and taking the leap despite the fear of leaving others behind, right? Despite the fear of abandoning others. Because the truth is when you play small and you feel like you're going to leave others behind, you're really abandoning yourself. You're abandoning your own integrity. Hey friend, welcome to the Cup of Chels podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Holden. And as you can tell by the name, Cup of Chels is because I'm obsessed with coffee. But more than that, I am so passionate about giving you a weekly dose of inspiration and uplifting encouragement. You can also be sure to chime in to interviews and conversations with some amazing people. So grab a cup of coffee, get comfy, and let's dive in to today's show. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Cup of Chels podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Chels. You can call me either. (laughs) Most of my friends and most of the people that are pretty comfortable around me call me Chels, so hence Cup of Chels. Anyway, besides the point, welcome, 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 welcome. This is episode number 98. And y'all, I am so excited to share this episode with you because this has been three years in the making, three years in the making. Last week, I talked about the importance of really celebrating ourselves, celebrating the milestones. And to be honest, like celebrating big milestones, but also the little ones, the little incremental milestones. Something I talk about a lot with my clients and something that I remind myself of frequently is how we get to show up. And when we're creating momentum and we want to create these big changes in our life, it really is just showing up as 1% better every single day. And there is a compounding effect when we do that. So for me today, showing up 1% better is coming on the mic. It's coming on the mic. It's writing an email, right? 1% better in my business requires me to be 1% better of myself, to show up, to give myself space in the morning, to connect truly with myself and with God, connect with my light team, connect with my higher self so that I can come up and serve and bring the goodness into the world, right? Serve the world as best I can. And one way that I have continued to do that over these last three years is continuing to choose myself, continuing to say no to drinking. So today I am talking about my three-year soberversary. I love combining anniversary with other words. So today is, it's not today. I actually celebrated on the 12th of June, but today I want to just talk about this with you. Three years, y'all. Three freaking years. If you would have told me when I started on June 12th, 2019, that I was going to be here today on my podcast, on episode number 98, sharing how I'm three years alcohol free with you, I most likely wouldn't have believed you. I would have thought, wow, that sounds like a really cool dream and I love it. But I wasn't at a point where I could have truly believed that and held that vision. So how I got here was continue to show up 1% better, 
continuing to choose myself day in and day out, continuing to say no to alcohol and to doing the work that is required to keep that 1% and to build that momentum over time and let that compound. So throughout these three years, I have learned so much about myself. I have learned so much about myself. I have done a lot of healing work. I have connected with so many beautiful humans and souls over the course of this three years. I have pushed myself. I have gone to the edge of my excellence, as my mentor says, I've gone to the edge of my excellence and I have taken leaps in myself. I've taken leaps with myself, fully trusting, fully surrendering, leaning on the support of the universe in all of that. It looked different and continues to look different every single day, but 1% more. 1% more every day will compound. So I want to ask you, and I'm just going to dive in and ask you right away, like, how are you showing up 1% better? How are you showing up with 1% more than how you did yesterday? Now, granted, we are going to go through different seasons in our life. We may you know, go through a loss. We may have a change in where we're living. We may have a career change. We may, you know, get sick. And so our 1% might look different from day to day to day, right? And this isn't about pushing yourself to the point of exhaustion. This is about really holding the vision of what it is that you want and allowing yourself to stretch to push against that edge and to stretch so that you can create momentum and keep building on this momentum and and let it have this compounding effect for you. Recently, I shared over on Instagram a reel and business, and it was like real talk. It was absolutely one of the most vulnerable posts that I've ever shared. You can go check it out. I made a reel about my business and the truth of where I have been in my business. I shared a little bit about the money, the clients, and where I'm at. And I cannot tell you that by showing up, for me, that was 1%. That was probably closer to like 10% better than I have been showing up. But for me, pushing against that edge and doing something that felt so scary, walking hand in hand with that fear and faith, allowed me to create some deeper connections. It's probably been one of my most engaging posts that I've shared in a really long time, if not ever. It's because I pushed myself and I allowed myself to be vulnerable in that moment. And that for me, again, was my 1% better. And the compounding effect that that is having on me I just did this post last week, right? The compounding effect that it's having on me is realizing that I can do the scary things. I can do the hard things. Now, I've always known this about myself and I've always pushed myself, but like now it get it's more so, right? Like now I've compounded this. I've committed to myself day in and day out over these past three years when it comes to alcohol. And that's just one area of my life. The ripple effect that that choice every day to not drink has had on the rest of my life and has had on my business and has had in my relationships 
That's where the magic is. We're always having to meet ourselves where we're at and push past that edge of comfort, right? We must get uncomfortable in order to create the change that we desire. To say no to alcohol back in 2019 was uncomfortable. It was scary. It also was what I knew I needed to do in order to create the changes that I was seeking. I have big visions for my life. I have big, big visions for my life, big visions for my business. I know that I have been called to share something greater than what I can even fathom right now. And in order to do that, that means that I have to show up as my best every single day. And in order to show up as my best every single day, I have to get uncomfortable. In order to show up as my best every day, in order to serve the way that I know that I can, the way that I am being called to serve, I have to first serve myself. That comes with creating space every single day to connect with myself, creating space every single day to connect with source, removing any distractions, getting uncomfortable. Showing up 1% better. So that has looked like tapping into myself. That has looked like doing healing. And when I say healing, what it's looked like for me is being in meditation. It is talking with my inner child, asking my inner child what she needs It is letting myself feel the emotions that are coming up for me, right? In doing this inner child's work that I have done, it it feels scary, right? The little girl in me, the little Chels, this little girl right here, all she really wants is to be seen, to be loved, to be connected, to be appreciated, right? to also get to express herself fully in whatever way that looks. And I've neglected that part of myself. I understand now that my inner child had this fear of abandonment. Being abandoned and the emotion of abandonment, not physically abandoned, but when my parents divorced and my dad you know, started a new family, like that left the little me having abandonment feelings, right? So then what did that show up like in my life? It showed up like me choosing to be in relationships that left me feeling abandoned. It caused me to abandon myself, meaning it caused me to be out of integrity with who I really am molding myself into the versions of a person that somebody else wanted me to be, that somebody else needed me to be. I abandoned myself over and over again. So that's one little aspect of this healing work that I have done and continue to do, right? And I love what my mentor says. She doesn't subscribe to that it's healing, but it's more so how we are disconnected and how we can connect back into that. And I'm paraphrasing what she says and just interpreting it in my own words here for you. But really, if we're healing, 
we might think of that as like we're broken. And the truth is, is we're not broken. We're just disconnected. We're disconnected from the version of ourselves that we really came here to be. And so how do we connect back to that? We have to tap back in. (laughs) We have to do the inner work. And it's not that we have to, it's that we get to, right? Like it's a choice. We all have free will. For me, that inner work started by saying yes to myself and saying no to alcohol. For me, that also looked like leaving toxic relationships, leaving toxic work environments. I got into real estate at a time in my life when I wanted to do marketing, when I was pushing myself and I went to college and I stuck with college for four years. Like this coming from a girl who graduated high school with the mentality of like, fuck college. I don't need it. I don't want to do that. Like, that's not for me. You know, I don't even know what I want to do with my life. And so, no, I'm just going to continue to wait tables and bartend. Plus, I get cash like right away. So who the fuck needs college, right? <laughs> that was the version of me then. To a place when I met my now husband, who a month later was graduating from college at the age of 30. Like, he was such a big inspiration for me and such a big driver for me. Like, wow, like, he went back to school and is graduating at 30. Like, how cool is that? To then realizing, like, if I really wanted to make something of myself, I had to push myself. And at that time, it looked like enrolling in college. And I did. And then I pushed myself. And I I held on to the vision of, no, this is something I'm sticking to. Because I had a pattern of starting things and not finishing them. And so... I committed and I stayed through it. And I graduated with a bachelor's degree in marketing in four years. I didn't stop. I kept going, right? I continued to show up 1% better, 1% better. So that led me into my career as a real estate agent, starting out doing marketing as a real estate agent. I loved the brokerage that I was in, but at the same time, it also felt really toxic for me. It felt constricting. I needed more. I wanted more. I desired more. I desired to be around people that were going to uplift me and not be around people who made me feel like I was holding myself back. So I, I shifted. I made a move. That's what this work looks like. It's learning how to pivot. It's learning what is working for you and what is not working for you. And those and the things that aren't working for you, how are you going to shift? How are you going to change? How are you going to pivot? How are you going to get uncomfortable? Right? This has also showed up for me in relationships with others and realizing that it wasn't the relationships that were holding me back, but it was who I was making myself be, how I was shrinking myself in those relationships, how I was diluting myself, which is a term I like to use now because I was literally diluting myself by continuing to drink, how I was just not fully expressing myself in the way that I knew that I could and staying small. Showing up for myself has looked like continuing to let my light shine, continuing to show up as the best version of myself and not playing small. And why do we play small? We play small because we don't want to make others around us uncomfortable. Well, I'm sorry, but 
part of growth is knowing what you need and going up against that edge and taking the leap despite the fear of leaving others behind, right? Despite the fear of abandoning others. Because the truth is when you play small and you feel like you're going to leave others behind, you're really abandoning yourself. You're abandoning your own integrity. So choosing to stay exactly where you are when everything inside of you is telling you that you want more, you're doing yourself a disservice. And at the same time, you're doing others around you a disservice as well. Because when we choose to not push up against our edge and take the leap with the fear, not despite fear, but with the fear, because here's the deal. Fear is never going to go away. You just have to choose to not let fear drive the ship. You have to choose to hold on to your faith and walk in faith with the fear being there. So in order for us to create more for our lives and to really call this big vision that we have for our lives into place, it requires us to show up 1% better. So in this three years of not drinking, so much has shifted for me. And I celebrate this. And I celebrate the old me who said yes to not drinking. And I celebrate the me now who continues to show up 1% better. And I celebrate the future me. Because guess what? It's all part of me. The little girl that had abandonment issues, she's still in here. And I get to honor her and I get to love on her and I get to let her show up and tell me what she needs. I get to let her express herself and express herself in the creativity and fun and in play. All the parts of you are welcome. All the parts of you are, are need to be able to feel safe enough to have a voice, to feel safe enough to be seen, to feel safe enough to express themselves when they can, because that's how we truly create safety within ourselves. And we must first be safe and feel safe within ourselves so that we can show up 1% better, so that we can do the things that feel scary. So I want to ask you, What is this vision you have for your life? Where do you want to be three years from now? If someone were to tell you in three years, you're going to have the most successful business. In three years, you're going to make half a million dollars. In three years, you're going to be a millionaire. In three years, you're going to have the most loving relationship. You're going to be married. In three years, you're going to have little kiddos running around. In three years, you're no longer going to be addicted to alcohol. What is the thing that feels like if someone were to tell you in three years, you will blank and you're, you may want to laugh at that because guess what? That vision was given to you. You chose to be here. That vision was given to you by God because you have everything in you to bring that vision to life, but it requires you to show up. It requires you to push that edge. It requires the 1% better of you. In three years, what is it that you want to be celebrating? If I were to give you a mic and I were to ask you, where do you want to be in three years? What would you say? Fuck whatever anybody else is going to think about it, right? In three years, I'm going to be a millionaire. 
want to be a multimillionaire. That's the big vision I hold for myself. I have no shame in saying that I want more money. I have no shame in saying that I want an overflow of money. I have no shame in saying that I will be a multimillionaire. Because you know why? I know that I am a good, beautiful person. And I know the things that I will get to do with that money. The people I will get to impact along the way in order to create that wealth for myself. The freedom that I will be able to help others find in that time the transformations that I will get to be a part of on the way to building that wealth within myself, within my clients, within my family. There's no shame in that. Your dreams, these big visions that you have for yourself, there's no shame in that. That is your edge. So how are you meeting yourself there? How are you showing up 1% better than you did yesterday? And how do you get to do that again tomorrow? This is the compounding effect that we get to have. So I'd love to hear from you. I would really love to know what this vision is for yourself. And I have something really cool that I am offering right now. And that is a one-off jam sesh. A one-off jam session where you and I get to jam out together over an hour on a call. So I invite you to click the link in the show notes or send me a DM over on Instagram if if you feel called to do this, because what this jam session is all about and why I created it is to spark that momentum for you, right? It's to help you plug in to this next level version of yourself and do that right now. We can create so much fucking magic and power and momentum inside of a one hour call. And on top of that, I'm doing this one hour call plus a week of Voxer. And all of this is only $555. A week of Voxer together is this continued support via Voxer, which is an app. And it is like texting. We get to text back and forth. We get to voice note back and forth for a full week because what happens is we have our call for one hour. We talk about all the things. We create a plan to implement these things in one area of your life or one area of your business. And then over the next week, this is where you do the integration. This is where you take the action steps. And in taking that action with the fear, because that fear is never going away, that is so worth repeating. And I'll continue to repeat that for you. With that fear, you get to continue to take these action steps and show up 1% better. And over the course of that week, you may come up against some resistance. So that's why I'm here to support you. So if you want to get in on the jam sesh, I invite you to click the link in the show notes, send me a DM, get the link and let's fucking jam out together. Let's fucking go because I want you to be the best version of yourself in three years. And it's not even going to take that long. I promise you it's not going to take you three years, but for context of the topic that we're talking about today with my three year soberversary. That's why I'm painting it in the three-year picture. You can create so much magic. You can create so much transformation and it doesn't even have to take long because time is irrelevant when it comes to making these big leaps in your life. 
All it requires is you, you to say yes, you to commit. So I'm so excited to bring that offer to you. I cannot wait to hear from you. I love you and I will see you next time. Adios friends. Awesome. That was so much fun. I don't know about you, but I had such a blast. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Cup of Chelsea. And I am so freaking thankful that you're here and that you've decided to spend this time with me and listen in. I know you've got a lot of choices out there. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. If this episode resonated with you, or if you know it would be a great listen for somebody else, please don't keep me a secret. Be sure to share it, take a screenshot, post it on Instagram, use the hashtag Cuppa Chels, that's C-U-P-P-A-C-H-E-L-S, and also subscribe so you can always get the latest episode directly. And then if you're feeling up for it, leave me a review. I'm so grateful. Love and light. Adios.